At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. is the highest host, Adam Earl, chilling out right here at Hayes Radio. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for watching. Uh, y'all could be doing anything in the world right now, but you here on this podcast. It's going to be a great show. I got some amazing guests. I got a special co-host in the building, too. Shout out to the best blunt roller. The best roller. It doesn't even need to be blunts. It could be joints. It could be hemp. It could be rose petals, whatever the fuck you smoking out of, but I prefer the tobacco leaves. Of course, I'm talking about the man, Mr. Roll BMC, Dan himself in the building. What up, what up? I'm happy to be here with you guys. Hey, man. Thanks for uh, being a special co-host. I know you've been on the show before a couple times. We've talked about things, and uh, it's just great to see how how loaded has evolved and how they're in just compliant markets and all the awards you guys are winning. It's fucking amazing. Thank you for chilling out. Course. And of course, I got these two, these two digital content creator, marketing agency, pro skater. I guess for, we're friends now. I mean, I think we built a relationship to now where we're buddies. I'm talking about Aaron Coffee and Derek Fukuhara. That's yeah. Did I get it right? Nailed it. What? Got it. I thought I was gonna fuck it up. I'm gonna fuck up this name, <laughs> but good. I'm gonna do it. I'm high as fuck. I got no notes in front of me. We're just gonna make this shit happen. You're a professional. What? Thank you, Dad. I appreciate you guys uh, coming all the way from Long Beach too, all the way to the Valley. But it's kind of cool right now because traffic is a little light. Dude, yeah, we cruise right over here. It's fucking <laughs> nothing. Ghost town out there. That's what I'm saying. Like this whole Corona shit is it's annoying as fuck, and it's I feel like people are just being more scared. And overreacting because if you really cared, you wouldn't worry about toilet paper and you were you would worry about like vitamins and immunity boosters and all the vitamins are still on the shelf, but all the toilet paper is gone. So people are just acting weirdos. Dude, yeah, we were just talking about that. There's like old <laughs> ladies like slapping each other over for like, toilet paper. Fucking roll a TP. Yeah, that just shows <laughs> you how many water. Like. That just shows you how many people haven't been wiping their ass. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's fecal matter <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But uh, it's good to see you guys because y'all have been uh, doing shit for a minute. I think your like your YouTube page is like a decade old, something like that. Probably like seven years now. Yeah, you, yeah, I've been doing it, and um, 
it's crazy to see you guys working with so many brands and so many companies, some that are still around and some that don't exist anymore. And just being in the forefront of just creating this shit. And y'all are always stepping up the game, always looking at technology, always figuring out what angles would be best because there's so many people doing it now. And uh, I've seen these digital markets and these these content stations coming out, dropping like millions and hundreds of millions of dollars on stuff. And all of a sudden they're just like, poof, yep. this is gone. And, and to see you guys, uh, I see you guys talk about this shit too. I see you got a new shirt on also, the no Chad zone. So, so what, what is it? What do you think the major, how are you guys still doing things, staying relevant, being around? Yeah, I feel like everybody's just kind of missing the mark and everybody's raising to like rush and like raise capital and just like try to take in all this money and then they think they could just buy their way into this industry or they can buy the culture or whatever they think. I'm not really sure, but that's kind of the underlying <laughs> thing is like they're just missing the mark where like I think our kind of like advantage is like coming from like streetwear and skateboarding and like having like previous backgrounds and experience doing like in other industries it's like it's very similar if you look at cannabis to skateboarding you know it's yeah like very very similar like the nikes and adidas would like come in and try to like in the core community like they're not gonna fuck with that you know what i mean so like right it's kind of the same thing happening now you have like all the big corporate money coming in and everybody's just like, I don't give a shit about that you right? because they're missing the mark and they're just not putting out relevant stuff. I know? just heard another major brand is uh, closing now and is gone and it's crazy because I've seen how much money they were putting out there and they had a sh shop on Melrose right in the heart of it and now they're just like, Poof. we're done. Yep. Even though we spent all this fucking money on shit, it's just crazy to see uh, how that's happening. But like you said, you guys come from another culture. It was kind of a counterculture. It was looked down upon for a long time. When I was uh, growing up, I picked up a deck or a skateboard and started trying to shred the streets of Ventura Boulevard. But uh, I, I was a delicate dude. We, we learned about that on previous podcasts. But is that how you guys met? Is yeah, skating? So it's kind of crazy. So... Derek's was like one of the like dopest fucking skaters in our city when I was growing up. Which so city is this? This is the city of Orange. What? So I was probably like maybe 13, 14, like middle school. And I would just see Derek in like skate videos and shit. And I didn't know him personally. And then as I started skating, whatever, we like organically met through like a local skate shop or whatever. And like he was like the dude in the fucking city. Like everybody looked up to him because he was like killing it super hard. The pro. So I was like trying to hang out with this fool and like film him and shit and like. That's literally how we met. Like you were like, filming him. Exactly. Yeah. You just caught him organically at some like filming, like yeah. meet and greet at a skate shop. Just like hanging out at this, this skate shop. Like back then, around this time, like a lot of people quit skating. So I was like 18, 19 years old. Everybody my age, like going to college, they're like over it. But I was sponsored, so I was like, I'm gonna continue with this shit. Um, so Aaron was like 15, had his camera, you know, and he'd be around, and be like, this kid got older, like yo, let's go fucking skate or whatever. We ended up like. Filming a bunch of shit together, like making a fucking homies video together, like a full length homies video together. Had a premiere with like a hundred and fucking fifty people or some shit. Oh, uh, like Aaron, a screening? Yeah, what? Aaron was probably That's like dope. sixteen. So you're you know? out here, like already yeah. on the on the grind on on content. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then we'd make like YouTube like how to trick video, like how whatever trick how to kill flip. Yeah, yeah, and they were like complete parody joke videos, and like. Yeah, we did that. We'd make fun fucking skits together. We did, like, some Chappelle, like, E! True Hollywood. The synergy. The you guys just yeah. met, and it was like, yeah. yo. So we did that, and then what else did we do? We used to, like, because I was sponsored, and I was, like, some bro. Who are you sponsored by? Dude, I've been sponsored, like, on a just, it was, like, a 15-year career of, like, a bunch of different shops. World Industries. Of, yeah, I ended up turning pro for World Industries in, like, 
2000. I think I had some wheels. Some world industry some wheels. Some flame boy shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the OG the wet Exactly. <laughs> Devil man and shit. Hell yeah, dude. That's fucking dope. Dude, yeah. So I'd get all this free shit and I was like broke skater kid. So like Aaron would like help me sell a bunch of shit on eBay too. So we'd be like trapping. So trapping like his old Trapping stickers and, 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 and like, yeah, t-shirts yeah. and shit. This is eBay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was probably what, like 15 or 16. So you yeah. always had this like. I was always on the internet, always selling had you, shit. Where'd you get always. this hustle from? He was grounded all the time. I was in trouble. He was grounded. I was a good kid, but I had very strict parents. So literally, I'd get grounded for fucking doing anything. So, like, I was always in my room. So I'm like, oh, here's the internet. Like, let me just handle so shit. I was like, I had like affiliate networks running. Like, I was like making like hundreds of dollars a month off like random affiliate shit. Just, like, <laughs> selling my homies like clothes from their closet on eBay and just like, Whatever, like, should I get us hustle online? I don't know. It's just like I've always kind of had a knack for that, I guess. <laughs> well, your parents, are they a hustler? Are they in sales? Or are they no, a- so it's kind of funny. So my stepdad is a the captain of police, actually. What? what? Not a lot of people know that. It's kind of funny. And then my real dad is, like, more of a business guy. Okay. Had a couple businesses and stuff, yeah. So that's where probably that little right. hustle. Yeah. It's in the blood. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because I was hustling a lot when I was younger, too. I never asked my—I was a kid that never asked my parents for money. They couldn't really yell at me because I was, like, doing good. I was a good kid. I didn't really get in much trouble, but I was always out doing shit, and they yeah. didn't know, but they couldn't yell at me because they're like, yo, he, he never asked us for fucking money. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I don't know if we should ask what he's doing, but he's he's, he's not getting in trouble. Yeah, no cops are being called, yeah. like, so yeah. you're good. Nice Jewish kid from the Valley. What? I just yeah. learned how to make money early. We out here, and yeah. you learned that shit, too. Yeah. And then, uh, Derek, you, when did you start skating? I started skating at, like, middle school or some shit. So, yeah, I was, like, skating with this, with Aaron and just around the area. And then when I got to a certain age, I was, like, ventured out and just started, like, traveling more, like, three to six months out of the year. And then, like, just skating in L.A. all the time and shit. But I'd always connect with this fool and, like, smoke or whatever. And then, like, I'd always come back to, when I was, like, out of Orange, I'd come back and we'd smoke and, like, I'd see... The progression of high rise for like the first year probably like i'd see aaron and like his old partner at like trade shows and shit like skating trade shows they'd just be walking in the booth just like looking checking shit out you know with their backpacks and I was like, oh these kids are like serious they're seeing what other brands are doing and they're gonna you know and then every time i saw him it would be like stepping it up i'd like go to his crib he'd have like a heat press machine and then i'd like come back like the next two months later and he'd have like sewing machine and then i'd come back and it'd just be up and up and then i'd just come upgrading. back and it would just be like he broke up with his girlfriend and then like three weeks later i came over and the, like the whole entire living room was like shipping boxes and shit i'm, like, damn. I'm like i'm like you sound like damn dude you literally you're really like moving all these like hats and t-shirts and shit and he's like yeah and like every time i saw him it was like boom next thing you know he's like working out of the back of a, a streetwear shop you know and it was just like constant progression what until like aaron yeah. the hustler <laughs> out here Grinding. And then, so you saw this and you're like, yo, let me like, okay, I'm skating. I've, there's like, like I had Jerome Wilson here a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about, you know, how kids these days, they're just like, the tricks just keep getting more crazy and more crazy. And the older you get, you're like, yo, how the, what the fuck? So you got to realize like, all right, when, when I'm always love skating, but you know, there's a point where. Yeah, 100%. Have to, like, like athletes, you know, you become professional, and then there's a point where you're like, all right, I got to do something else. You got to do something. Yeah. You, so you saw Aaron with, doing high rise. And you were you already high rise or did you guys create high rise TV together? So I started high rise like as a clothing brand initially. Um, and yeah, I was just running just a it t-shirt, for, silk screen, just literally like first thing, just made like a hundred t-shirts and just didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Just made a hundred t-shirts, started trying to sell it, and like exactly like Derek said, every few months I'd figure something new. Like okay, now I know how to do hats. Now I could do beanies. Now I could do socks. Now. 
just always trying to like find new sources and connects and just like keep trying to like evolve the brand or whatever. You were never content. You just like, always wanted to Yeah, always just trying to Let make cut it, you off. Like, but he worked at a skate shop or a skate park, mm -hmm. at any skate park. So he was constantly around all these skaters. Networking. So they were yeah. like down to rep high rise, like right. part, yeah. you know, culture, like, like cannabis, same shit, like right. the community and culture. So that's how the original hype started was he was just like, had the whole fucking skate park on lock and people were like repping stickers and shirts. And all were that you stuff. always just like self-employed? Did you ever work for, I said you worked at a skate shop, but were you always doing your own so, shit? So yeah, I did uh, skate lessons. So I literally just taught skateboarding. I, I did it at Vans and then I did it at Etnies after that. So those are like my only two like real jobs. I worked like a movie theater for a few months. Um, but yeah, like literally what Derek said, like I started high rise while I was teaching skate lessons like three days a week or whatever. And yeah, I'd made a couple shirts, got the kids wearing it, passed out stickers, just like super organic, like slow, whatever. Just kind of plugged away at that and just kept making kind of like progression or whatever. Things started picking up a little bit. Um, then yeah, maybe like a couple years in, I had like a, we started a skate team. And I was like, put something out on Facebook like, Yo, I need someone to edit a, a skate um, montage for me. Like, is anyone interested? And fucking Derek hit me up, and he's like, I got you. He's like, I'll edit. And so he fucking rolls in and, like, makes this dope-ass edit. And then, like, he's like, yeah, I could help you, like, fucking shoot whatever. So I'm like, dope. So really having, like, a lot of money at the time. But I was like, cool, I can, like, we could do one day a week or whatever. Right. And then, like, we are like, in the back of a fucking streetwear shop. Like, we're editing shit, working right. on stuff. So when did, like, you guys had the skate thing, and you guys were always smoking weed? Like, when was... You guys were already getting high? Uh, yeah, I've been smoking since probably like 17 or so. Okay. And Who was the first person? Who did you get high with? Who was your first person? Just some random homies in the bushes before school. In the bushes? Like Out of a an joint? apple. An apple? An apple yeah. Did you eat the apple They told after? me to rip it as hard as I could, and I didn't know what I was doing, so I just ripped it as hard as I could. Fucked my lungs up, coughed for like two hours, went into school, lit. Yeah. And you're like, and this, I love then, weed. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Derek? I mean, I first... Time I smoked, I was probably like 16, but I didn't turn into like a full-fledged stoner until I was like 21. Um, you're a pro. You're like, I'm an athlete. I got to focus. Dude, yeah, that was it. I was like straight <laughs> trying to like fucking skate. All my friends like started smoking and like literally like just were all of a sudden they all quit skating. They all started smoking and it just put like a bad taste in my mouth. And I was like getting sponsored and like starting to hang out with other sponsored kids. So I was right? like, right, you were to go in like, like Apple commercials and like, yeah, it just that major was... corporate sponsors. So you're like, I can't smoke. They're going to take away my sponsorship. <laughs> that wasn't even it back in the day. I was just like this fucking, like, I played basketball and shit. So I just had that mentality for skateboarding. I was like, I'm going to fucking do some shit. I'm not going to go to college. Like, I got to make this shit fucking work. So when was the transition? When were you guys like, all right. Because now you guys don't really do much skateboarding. I see it's heavy cannabis. Like, you guys work with a lot of brands. You guys uh, uh, work with a lot of influencers. I put that in quotes if you're just listening. Um, I just, because that word is is interesting to me. But uh, when was that transition? When were you guys like, you know what? Let's just fucking cannabis. Let's just do cannabis shit. Because you guys have, you guys created some great shows. You guys do the uh, the Two Girls, One Bong. What uh, You guys do, uh, was that getting, or... or Get lit. High as fuck High with. As fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> High as fuck with. You guys do a whole bunch of other, like, unboxings and reveals. So when was the whole, when were you guys like, all right, let's just do this weed shit? So, yeah, we were, like, um, out of the, the streetwear shop or whatever, just kind of just doing whatever. And uh, at that time, we started another business just, like, making clothes for people. So people would always hit us up and be like, where do you get your shirts made or your hats made or whatever? So, like, fuck it, let's just start another business and start offering that. So... Moved into like kind of like a bigger warehouse. We got machines, like started doing that whole business while doing high rise. And in that warehouse, we decided to launch a YouTube channel. Um, 
And the whole point of launching the YouTube channel was just to drive traffic to the clothing. It's just right. sell more fucking t-shirts. You another know? another media outlet. Yeah, because exactly. you started YouTube in uh, September 2011. So that was probably our skate stuff. We what? started the weed stuff, I think, 2015. Okay, but y'all already doing but the we, YouTube Yeah, thing. we've been on YouTube like since it started pretty much. Like, That's right. Making skate videos and fucking whatever, so... We've always been on YouTube creating, but in terms of like weed shit, probably the, I think it was 2015 or 14. That was a good time in weed. And yeah, and there's a lot like of big not events. a lot of people really doing it, you know? Yeah. Like, well, I, I remember just going on YouTube one night and it was like Custom Grow and like Red Band and like these like random channels and they're getting like millions, millions. of hits. And I'm like, <laughs> and there's like, like three of them, crazy. five of them, like, yeah. you know? Why isn't there like a couple chicks doing this? People were you know? scared. People right. didn't want to expose. Like when I, when I started doing my podcast in 2009, there was like, one other show out of Colorado and they were just kind of like a regular almost political type of show it wasn't really the culture and the lifestyle and I was like fuck it I'm gonna do a weed show well I smoke weed let's go yeah. and the podcast happened and it just now it's, there's a thousand weed shows and everyone and their mom everyone, smokes yeah. weed now everyone wants to be a part of weed I know my family used to like talk shit to me at events because I would at like family gatherings or whatever, because I'd smell like weed or I'd go outside and smoke, and now they're all hitting me up for weed. Yep, same, same <laughs> shit. Yep. Did you guys ever get in trouble for smoking weed? Were you ever? Yeah, it was definitely like frowned upon, and I definitely like remember getting grounded and getting like the car taken away. And, because like, the chief of police was like, nope. Yeah, he's not having it. He's like, yeah. nope, not my house. I used, I used to get drug tested. Shut like, up. Aaron's, no, yeah, Aaron's no ran a tight yeah. ship. Yeah. It was a tight ship over there. They used to like monitor his in the AIM or whatever. It's instant messenger. Yeah. They used to uh, monitor the that social shit. Social media? Yeah. Back then? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The I'm chat or whatever. Were you able to have people over? Um, yeah, I'd have like, I was just like a skater, so I just have like friends over to skate and shit. Skate in the like, front yard, skate, skate the flat bar. You know, like, it's, yeah, I don't know. Skate and go on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and learn how to make money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, now you guys are in cannabis. You guys um, start doing like event coverages, unboxings, and you guys have been doing it for so long that you guys are offering, you guys do like a personal blog now. For people and give them little tips on what to do. You guys are so so generous with the knowledge. People be charging for this shit. And you're like, you know what? We'll just show you what's up. Yeah. How did that? Were you guys just like, what, how, we, when you? Got I don't know. Like we started the YouTube or whatever, and it just like fucking took off faster than we like expected. We got like a hundred thousand subscribers in the first like six months of launching it, and that kind of led to a lot of brands like seeing what you know, like, oh shit, like, we had like fucking Weed Maps hitting us up and Leafly and High Times and all the big fucking people hitting us up, calling us in for meetings. Like, Literally Silicon Valley. It's trying the to same pick our brain, like, whatever, like all kinds of shit. Um, Don't you yeah. hate that shit? You're like, hell yeah, I'm gonna go to this meeting. Yo, we job. thought it was sick. We no, were yeah. like, oh shit, we're getting hit up. We must be doing the right yeah. shit. And then we go meet with these people and it's just a bunch of fucking empty meetings and steal our ideas and shit. Yeah. And we're yeah. like, uh, but I, it was like. Sell your dreams and steal your ideas. Yeah. It's like, it's like, all right, cool. Like this, I know this brand I've been fucking with them. And then you go there and you meet and you're just like, yo, the grass is always greener, but that it's, it's. It doesn't yeah. happen. We've yeah. learned a lot about yeah. big corporations and how they're run versus how, like, small, tight-knit, you know. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. We, we've learned a people lot. People that have a passion versus people that are worried about the pocket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just and that's what, and, and I always say that, too, about a lot of the weed brands right now in the spaces. If they were around before 64 and they transitioned to become a compliant legal brand, then their product is usually superior because when they had to, when they had to, uh, have the product out. It wasn't about fancy packaging or marketing. It was about having a good product right. and being able, because we were all connoisseurs and it wasn't, there was no platform for people to promote or advertise. It was just by word. 
Mm-hmm. There's like random forums, but no one is in a fucking weed forum. Like experience beats everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, experience, I, I don't know. Like experience is going to beat like a diploma or it's going to beat like an investment. That's why know? y'all are killing it because y'all got experience just, doing, doing that skate transition <laughs> into the cannabis space. It's so similar, man. Yeah, you know, like is. skateboarding back in the day, like what I just missed the era when it was like brand new in the explosion, you know, like Tony Hawk, mid 90s shit, you P- know, PlayStation. I was the best in that Tony shit. Hawk, dude, skater. yeah. Tony I won Hawk, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I won tournaments. Who was your dude? <laughs> who, who'd you play with? Um, everybody. Kareem, Muska. I like Kareem. Jeff, Jeff Rowley. Jeff Rowley. Je- the camo shorts, Jeff Rowley. <laughs> Jeff Rowley. <laughs> Was so Muska like, in that game? Fuck yeah, with the backpack on. I think yeah, I had a Chad red, Muska. Red, te- red jersey. Because I, I skated yep. with him in, in on Ventura in the Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Special grind was like one foot thumping. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the ghetto blast. Yeah, yeah the ghetto blast. Damn, you remember the special grinds. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy, that was a fun-ass game. Yeah, for real. I bet you if you play it now, you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Dude, right? It's supposed <laughs> to make like a documentary on it, SR or something. What? On the game? Yeah. That did, that, like... Made skating mainstream, I think. Yeah, Everyone started. Definitely helped, found yeah. skateboards in like Target and Kmart and shit. Fucking yeah. Tony Hawk, dude. He did it. <laughs> he literally like made it the fucking household item. Were people mad because that's kind of like, you know, that's a skater going into like just people say selling out, but I feel like that's okay. the, the point is to like okay, so that, succeed into. I feel like I've been through all this shit that's going through cannabis right now, right? With all these corporations, like, having gone through all the emotions as, like, a young skater kid that's, like, fucking Tony Hawk, like, whatever. He's, like, making it mainstream or corporate corporations or whatever. so loud. And there's good and bad, you know? Like, I fucking turn pro for World Industries, like, Flame Boy and Wet Willy. Like, that's a pretty controversial brand as far as, like, becoming a sellout brand within court, court skateboarding. But at the same time, like or ride for world and get like some money and experience the world right. you know what i mean or ride for some super core shit i don't know there's like a good and bad and everything so i feel like i've seen all this corporate shit happen that's happening currently in cannabis and i feel like that helps us be able to like navigate it a little bit better because like it's so easy to get emotional about it you know right like we all get emotional because we've been here before it yeah and so many people have been here before these it, dudes trying you know? to come in and i feel like there's a way a positive way to like work with it you know like, and still, I don't know, just trying to find ways to navigate it. Are you guys smoking right now? Right now, we got this joint. You got a joint? Yeah. All right, I was going to give you some weed if you guys need or some yeah. dabs. You want to take a oh, dab, Aaron? Or whatever. Aaron will just probably not say one word. Sleep, yeah. Oh, you yeah. got the connect. I got the connect. I usually direct inject them, but, you know, <laughs> pull a rig out if you want. Let me get high. I got a couple flavors here. There's some weed here I got. A box from Embers. I got some LA Kush. I got a box of Loaded. You know, we just stay high out here <laughs> on the podcast. Just chilling out. Uh, got Aaron and Derek in the building. High rise. I remember uh, meeting y'all. I think the first time was on a rooftop. Probably at Green Street. Green Street. Uh, yeah. Rooftop at Green Street. And I think Rama was like, yo, you guys need to meet. And uh, we shot a couple things. We did a couple... We did a couple pilots. We we tried to do a couple videos together. We did a couple videos. I know there's a couple videos uh, on your page of me, and you guys are on my shit. Uh, is it fun to work with new people? Do people do you get surprised sometimes because you meet someone? This has happened to me a lot where I see someone, I'm like, oh, they look cool, they're fun as fuck, and you meet them in real life, and they're just the complete opposite. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, yo, where 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 yeah. is your personality at? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's like we love that shit. Like that's our whole fucking thing is just trying to work with the community, work with everyone in, in the community. You know what I mean? From like the people just getting started coming into it to like the people that are established and have been doing it. Like 
we want to work with everyone, like, and, you know, just keep fucking meeting people and growing our shit, yeah. We want yeah. to showcase everyone, you yeah. know? There's so many and people like doing cool value, shit. You know? like, like, what's, what's been, like, your oh shit moment? Like, oh, damn, I can't believe I'm smoking with or I can't believe I'm working with. Every day, dude. To be honest, yeah. every day there's just, like, crazy shit that happens with, because we put so much shit out there, you know? We're just, like, flooding everything that almost every day something comes in to where it's like, Whoa. oh, shit, this... Whether like we're <laughs> sc scraping our own followers and seeing who's following us, we're like, holy fuck, these who's Seth, a Seth like, Rogen follows us, what? like like random people. Like, That's who, dope. You know, have you ever spoken um, with Seth Rogen? Nah, that'd be like a cool moment. That was some Hall of Yeah, he was next to us. Our we his office to, was next to ours. We at tried Hall to of gift him, gift yeah. him the high rise bag at Hall Flowers. He wasn't having it. I don't know. We gave it to his assistant. So uh, his assistant took it. Had to shoot our shot. He's like, yeah, he don't want, there's no weed in here. <laughs> Forget my used bag. <laughs> so used, we literally <laughs> dumped like, everything yeah. out. <laughs> dumped everything out of Aaron's hit bag and gave it to his assistant. Has there been an, like a, like a, oh shit, skateboard moment where you skateboarded with someone and you're like, damn, I can't believe I'm skating with this Dude, woman. that was like the same shit. I've pretty much gone to skate with and like become acquaintances with almost every single one of, you know, my childhood heroes and getting to skate. I mean, it's same shit all over the world, like. I've gotten a chance to travel through skateboarding, and all those moments were like, holy fuck, this, like, like I'm, this I'm piece of wood brought me across the country right. to this country. And now that's the same shit, the same feeling with cannabis, you know? Like, we're going to the, even though we're going to the Pomps place and we're getting an Airbnb, it's only like 140 bucks a night, but it's like some crazy sweet, and we're just right. chilling there, and we're like, dude. Now instead like, of we're, wood taking you around the world, you got the leaves taking you around the world. <laughs> exactly. We upgraded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, though, because, um, You've traveled all around the world for skateboarding. Mm -hmm. Where's like some of the craziest things that we'd have taken you? Because I've seen some videos of you guys like canoeing in a lake at some random Airbnb and y'all just traveling, smoking that everywhere. That was one of the dopest spots for sure. Yeah, we just rented this like crazy Airbnb called the Gatsby. And it's like some trippy ass fucking like, what do you It's almost like a wedding it? venue like a banner, on the Russian like... River in Sonoma County and it was after Hall of Flowers we just like worked the whole time like our team fucking killed it just pumping out videos like 30 minute turnaround of all the booths and stuff and then we just like got this dope Airbnb and kicked it on the river and it was I don't know it was crazy it was just one of those moments where just like damn dude like we earned this you know yeah. like we didn't fucking our hard work and our team's hard work like we all earned this trip here it wasn't like an investor gave us money and we like went and fucking balled out like it's all yeah. our own. Yeah. Like, yeah. No investments, mm -mm. no loans. No. Damn. That feels good, huh, Aaron? That's why he's like, fuck everybody. I know what the fuck <laughs> on everybody. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I didn't even have a credit card for like the first six years. Yeah. So it's like crazy to see like these dudes get like $3 million and they're like bankrupt a year later and they have all the resources in the world and they can't do shit with it. You what know? do you think their problem is? What do you think that their main, their, like if someone. You don't learn anything. When someone hands you $3 million, we we're just talking about this on the way up here, like. When somebody just hands you fucking millions of dollars, like you don't learn anything from that, you know? You haven't, you, what's your experience, you know? Yeah, well, that's what I think of. Our of president got handed a million dollars and he became president. Right. So, I mean, it, it just depends. It's who you give them. I'm not sure if someone just gives you or, Dar or Dan, I'm sure if someone just gave you guys three million, you'd be like, yo, I know exactly what I'm gonna do because I've put in work and I know what the fuck is going on in this industry. Three million, please. Right. Three mil's not yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I need more. You know what I'm trying to do? No, but like, I feel like if, you know, three million was handed to me, if, if an investor was like, yo, I got three mil, help me out. I'd be like, yeah, for sure. I to totally know what we need to do to fucking make sure you see a return. But right. if you like but, just came out of college, but no one's gonna come to me right. because I'm a fucking I've been smoking and I don't really I have like one semester of community college 
and a high school diploma, and people aren't going to be like, yeah, whatever, who is this guy? But then you give someone with paperwork that graduated a business school but has no experience with the industry he's in, he's not going to know what the exactly. fuck to do. That happened to me. I have an MBA, and I thought I was going to get any job I wanted, but, like, nobody wanted to hire me, not right. even Weed Maps, not nobody, you know? But then I was like, And you it. had a degree? Yeah. MBA, get out of here. Yeah. That's so crazy. Did you guys know that about Dan? No. What? I didn't know that. I got turned down for, like, Two years, pretty much, just yeah. applying everywhere, and I realized it's like I need that experience. I didn't spend any time building a portfolio for like marketing shit. Um, I was like, man, fuck, I should have just did like some shit. But um, I was just like, that's kind of what I did. I was like, got rejected a bunch, and I just like, fuck it, I'm gonna try to do something I want to do, kind of like you guys, and, and you know, it just kind of worked out that build way. Build your brand, like you built yeah. your brand. So, like, all these places that I was applying to jobs for, like, Weed Maps, Dope Magazine, they started hitting me up the same way, like, they hit you guys up. I'm like, it's just funny how the things world, go yeah. first circle. It's kind of how everything's, like, shifting, I feel like. It's, like, it's not so traditional now where you need a fucking degree. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Or whatever you know, yeah. it's like, like you built some shit, like yeah, like platform, tangible evidence or experience. Your platform, hundreds of thousands so of followers. Further, yeah, you know? yeah. The thing we all have, I think that uh, is kind of helping us succeed in in whatever we do, because everyone thinks I feel like we're all successful because they see it on social media. Is uh, the passion we have for what we do, and I feel like a lot of these people lack the passion. And, and if you don't have a passion for what you're doing, you're not really gonna go all the way because you're not enjoying it. There's something between a uh, 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 work. And a passion. Work is like a four-letter word that has a lot of negative connotation because people wake up like, fuck, I got to go to work. It's not like, hell yeah, it's work time. I've never heard anybody say like they're excited to go to work. But if you have like a passion or a career, then that's something you want to grow and build. And I think we all have that. We all have our brands. We all have something that we like to do. And if we don't work hard at it, it's not going to succeed. We don't have someone paying us. We're not working for anybody. We're working for ourselves. Right. And that's what I feel like. It is what make what makes high rise successful because you don't have someone who's just feeding you money and you guys are just comfortable and content with what you got. You're like, yo, there's so much more we can do. Even though y'all are killing it, you feel like there's so much more. Yeah, always. And yeah. and I think that's what a lot of people lack. They feel like it's just real easy to uh, to folks. They see people smoking weed on the internet and they're like, oh. I could do that and get paid, but they don't realize how much hours it goes into, especially editing. You know, I hate editing. That's why I got Chucky here. Shout out to Chucky. I know you guys. High Rise started with two people. How many you got now? I think we're at eight total. What? See, it's just like 
that editing is no joke, and that takes a lot of work and content creation. Uh, the ideas, staying original, trying to do shit that no one else is doing, because now there's everyone's an influencer or a public figure, and and everyone's trying to do something, and it's just I'm not that type of person that's gonna do like the jackass shit and like snort condiments and fucking <laughs> yeah. smoke chips and shit. I'm just yeah. I'm a real smoker. I'm gonna do what yeah. I do. People get mad at me for making backwood rosin, but. That's like with if you're in the if you're in the culture and you smoke weed, then you know what the fuck is happening. But if you're just like someone that trying to be a purist, you're like, oh, what the fuck? I don't even know what the hell you're doing. I got some right here actually, by the way, if right. anybody wants them, because it's a it's real life. But uh, the passion, and I feel like I feel like that's what it is about us, because Dan has the best role game, and you could tell if you follow his social media that he with his just description on his pictures, you're like, yo. This fool's a this fool should teach classes. <laughs> yeah. This fool's a straight professor. Yeah, for real. Doctor BMC. You know, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Just like to roll blunts and smoke them, you know. And you the act, art. Yeah, and you learn. Yeah. You you like you study it. Like I never knew there were different types of cigars. I didn't know there's a difference between like a torpedo and like a, a cubano and a fucking box and or whatever. It's just like anything else. There's different variations, and you took time to learn it. I feel like high rise y'all took time was just like. Equipment and editing and, and technology and, and understanding the brand because y'all were already smoking it and you're like, fuck it, I'm going to transition from one thing that I love to another thing that I love. And that's what y'all need to do is get that passion. You be lacking passion. Dude, hell yeah. You gotta, like every day it's like, I don't know, what we do, it's every day when I go to work and we got shit to do, I don't look at like I have to do it. It's like I get to do it. You know, okay. it's like, fuck, we get to go on Adam's podcast. What? You know, it's like that or like, fuck, like this fool's going to show up. It's always exciting, you know, like just being grateful for the fact that we live in this time that we could even like promote this shit. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's I'm very grateful for uh, being, doing what I do. And, and I'm very fortunate for being from the Valley where I feel a lot of great cannabis strains were created and a lot of the... The uh, industry has started. Everyone out here is in the valley. I know everyone's going to talk shit. I know NorCal got their scene in Washington, and every city got a scene. But I feel like L.A. is like the trend-setting city for this whole industry. I agree. I feel like the Bay is really good with their quality of flower and, like, their black market shit. Their black market and their culture is, like, so deep. And, like, when I've been up there and people are just, like, trapping on the sidewalk, random people who are walking by, they'll stop and they'll ask. They'll be like, who grew this? Like, random people walking down the street. People in California, Southern California, don't give a shit. Like people, anything. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. They don't know. You know, they're just going. You got gas? They're they're all just, like, riding on marketing and everything, like, and hype and shit like that. But in NorCal, like, they're, like, pretty in tune. But I feel like they're, as far as their compliant brands from what we've seen, it's, like, People aren't do their black market's killing it. That culture, but the compliance, the traditional yeah, market. The, we like to say the traditional the, market. The, the legal. I like saying black market. <laughs> it sounds tight. It's just so negative. Yeah. Uh, traditional. I sound- say it with like a fucking badge. I don't know. It's like, like a badge of honor. You know yeah. what I mean? Like y'all been here. Yeah. Like fuck yeah, you guys. You it's know? crazy. It's crazy how but, it's changed too with social media. How trapping is just fucking changed the dude, whole game. Snapchat changed the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Snap. Uh, Snapchat and Cash App. And all them the money fucking apps. It's just crazy now. Cause you know, everyone's scared right now to even touch money with everything going on. Right. With all them I'm not. viruses. <laughs> Give me your cash. <laughs> <laughs> Got a special disinfectant. Uh, so it's just you crazy to see all this shit all happen. Is there is there uh, a moment where you were smoking weed 
because I know you guys have been traveling around the world, like a celebrity moment that you met? Because I've seen y'all with a lot of, like... Two Chains was pretty crazy. That was pretty... Yeah, like, that was like, interesting. We're just, like, in the room smoking a joint with Two Chains. We're just, like... We had no crazy. idea. Yeah. We just went I'm to the... I'm that up first real quick, yeah. You were there, right? <laughs> the, the launch of the ga- oh, his, of yeah, gas yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And Ram was just like, hey, do you guys want to come through and, like... Do you guys want to fucking come through to this like launch party? We're like, cool. We just thought maybe we'd like vlog or some shit, and we had no idea. And we're sitting there, and he's like, hey, you guys want to come in for a minute or whatever? And we're like, what? With for to, to get like a photo of Two Chains with his <laughs> new shit, and we get there, and Two Chains is like sitting there on his phone, and it's all silent, and we're like, don't know what to do. So we just like start shooting photos and video of him just sitting on the couch, and then he's like, have a seat, guys, and we're like, what the <laughs> fuck? And like. We didn't know if we were supposed to film or not, if we were just supposed to be, like, chopping it up with him. Or, or just if homies. If, yeah, yeah, if we are supposed to be networking or if we are supposed to have an interview because he was just like, hey, you want to come in for a second for a quick photo? That's what Rama said. And we're just sitting there. Next thing you know, we're smoking joints with two chains, and Aaron's trying to explain to him who No Jumper is. And <laughs> it was pretty funny. And then next thing you know, Aaron, he's, Aaron's showing him No Jumper and two chains. He gives him his phone, and Aaron's just scrolling through Aaron's fucking Instagram <laughs> yeah. feed, just like, while we're like... <laughs> He's just searching. Like, yeah. Let me see what this fool's following. Uh, so funny. What the fuck going on? That's great. Yeah, yeah. Two Chains is cool. I, I got a little moment with him too. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. It was weird. It was super awkward because we didn't know what we're supposed to do, and he was on the phone for like half the time. But overall, he was like nice <laughs> super and cool chill, yeah. and chill and like personable. Yeah, he's he's real real humble and cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did that whole uh, uh, GQ thing with him. Oh, the most expensive thingy. That was pretty cool. Can I get my torch lighter, please, so I can light this? Yeah. Yeah. So what else is High Rise? What What do we have in store? What's coming up with High Rise? So, yeah, TV, we had, like... agency, media. What is it? Is it a... Me- is it agency? So that's, all, that's our fucking hardest thing is trying to explain this shit to people. The best way I try to explain it is we have, like, our agency, and then we have our platform. So the agency is, like, where we provide, like, professional services to, like, businesses, obviously, content, social media, Merch, whatever. A full service like, marketing agency and media network on the pulse of the cannabis community and culture. We produce original content and document our journey, growing our company high rise in the booming cannabis community. Is that from the website? Straight from the website. Aaron Coffee copyright right first. there. What? You heard it here first. That's good. It's hard to talk about what you do. Like that's like people- the I don't know. So like, there's the agency that does like all the services, and then the platform is like our. Like, our YouTube channel, our Instagram accounts, like, are, like, fun, kind of, like, original content that we produce. Agencies, like, the content and the stuff we're doing for brands and stuff. So, I don't know. But, yeah, it, it's always hard explaining our shit because there's do, just, like, so many parts to it. Yeah, There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot from, from merch to uh, uh, content creation to uh, brand exposure. You guys are out here just giving a full service. So if someone, yeah. so if if there's a brand, if I have a new brand, and I contact you guys, what what can High Rise do for the brand? Pretty much anything that you would need to launch a brand or to grow a brand. Um, even if you wanted to launch a brand from inception, we can literally like logos, conceptualize it, make the logos, build the website, print the merch, line up the influencers, shoot the content, run the social, like. Your email can't like we only do like A to Z kind of service for whatever. But the main things that we do is content creation, social media, and custom merchandise. What's your favorite? What's your favorite part of being like your own boss and having your own agency? Of our shit, it's just like just being able to literally do like whatever the fuck we want. Like 
if we're gonna make a t-shirt and fucking no chad zone and just send it to people just because it's funny to us you know like i don't know just do stupid dumb shit and just have fun and just not take it seriously and like just build our own like unique organic kind of like thing and we don't want to be the biggest we don't want to be the biggest like craziest thing like we just want to run our shit and make money and have fun and yeah be consistent and i feel like that's a major key for y'all is y'all have been consistent through it all uh even with all the obstacles that we've all faced and a lot of these brands uh you know they they have marketing money and they get crazy and then all of a sudden they have no more money and these accounts are like <laughs> yeah. yeah i know you did all this shit for us but uh we don't have any more money we ran out of funds dude it's like i feel like all these <laughs> yeah, companies yeah. they just focus on raising money and they don't care about the consumer Not actually building a brand yeah like yeah. What focus on your product and your consumer and providing value to your consumer instead of trying to get money from investors. It's like easy to make fucking graphs and charts and sales decks and shit and get some old boomer to give you money because it's a green rush right now. But like, (laughs) it's like connect with the community and provide value and make good products and good content and give, 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 you know? Provide actual value, yeah. Favorite strains. I feel like that fluctuates and then like what, what, (laughs) who it's coming from, you know? Like, lately, it's been fucking... I had a feeling you are going to ask this. But lately... I mean, you know, people want to know. You, you guys have access to a lot of yeah. uh, flowers and, and brands. You guys work with a lot of brands. I'm sure they give you product to shoot and also let you enjoy that product after you shoot it. So, I didn't know... Yeah, that's a perk for sure. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's like, you got to go fresh baked. Yeah, I was going to say fresh like, baked. Yeah. is, like, consistent. They always got some good shit from the apple fritter, cherry fritter, OCD. Okay. Um, and then... Been smoking on this Terp Stars Genetics lately. They got this like black crippy, and then this like SFV OG heirloom strain that's just like Ooh, OGs. Ugh, so good. What's, how, what's your favorite way to consume it? Are you rolling it, bong loading it, packing it? Mostly however, like joints and bong rips probably. These dudes take dabs. I don't really take up a lot of dabs, but I just like flour. That's my favorite. Just flour out of like a little bong or fucking pre roll or whatever. Like you're with the fresh that's, baked that's crew my too. Favorite. Oh, all day. I've been smoking fresh baked and Wonder Bread pretty much. Like that's about it. What? Whatever's in Loaded Coast to too is always fucking. Loaded Coast is always fucking. Whenever, fun. whatever, get those. Those are always insane. Yeah. What's in the Loaded Coast? The which one? <laughs> <laughs> well, they got the Wonder Bread Loaded's. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, those are. They fire. got the L.A. Kush Loaded's. They those got the Connected Loaded's. Y'all got the collab. What's the next? What's the next one? We're about to do uh, hemp-infused blunts. What? The compliant blunts? Compliant blunts. What? Yeah. Are you excited? Is that going to be in Cali and Nevada and? Cali first. Okay. And uh, we'll, we'll see what's uh, what's up in uh, Vegas. I think it'll do really well in Vegas. That's Loaded's are multi-state. Yeah, like Not a lot of brands can say that. Multi-state now, right? Yeah. Working well, on a third this summer. Okay. Yeah, we're trying. That's right. Yeah. Good out there. You said you liked OGs, right? Me? Derek, yeah. yeah. You like OGs too? Mm, yeah, I'm more of like a hybrid sativa kind well, of thing. Have you tried the LOG? Have you seen the LOG in real life? Oh, yeah, you should. I've seen it. I think we've smoked it. Yeah. We've yeah. got a couple of jars back in the yeah. day. The, the we, we got it. Oh, well, it's whatever. Got the gas. good. Got the gas. We out here. So, um, you guys got new series of shows coming? You guys got any new. We got, uh, we're doing the Two Girls, One Bong show again. That's Relaunch? Mac and Joy, yeah, we relaunched that, like, what, three or four months ago or something. Yeah. Those two are fun. They're, they kill it. They're their energy so together. Their just, chemistry is just, like, so, yeah. like, good, like, it's, like, natural, like, good chemistry. They vibe really well, so. Yeah. 
we've been doing some pretty fucking ridiculous episodes, feeding them like octopuses and sock trees. <laughs> That's so gross. All kinds of weird shit. So this what's in my mouth. Trying to get these views up. <laughs> try, try to get that viral <laughs> shit. And now, do you feel like? Because I feel like this happens often. Is you do like a well produced skit where you like put time and effort into it. That's literally it. like our entire fucking college of this is just learning that you know like learning that it's not about doing super produced shit everybody just wants organic relatable shit you know so you finished like, my shit you already it, knew where it, i was going with it Aaron. It's, you, it's, like it i already us, know it took us a year or two to figure that out but like yeah we've like extensively tested it you know sometimes my videos where i'm just like doing yeah, this shit, the most simple some, shit like or yeah. just showing someone is just like eight hundred thousand views i'm yeah. like what the fuck dude like one of our most viewed videos it probably across 30 40 million views by this point it's literally just a joint on a jar what did you just fucking light the pay the back yeah it was just shit? like a backstrap joint <laughs> it's like a five second thing that he just filmed on his iphone and posted and it's literally gotten like 40 50 million oh that's where you light the paper and it yeah. burns it through like in a jar it's like on the, top of a jar you said yeah. seven million or 70 no it's probably like 40 to 50. dude like Sheesh. everywhere just yeah the most reposted did you watermark bullshit. it nope nope, nope. <laughs> of course not <laughs> it's probably been memed a hundred yeah. times it's probably yeah. Nonstop. Do you uh do you find that annoying? Or are you cool with that? Where people will take your content and like repost it and not give so you like, credit? So like, if they give us credit, like, cool, please repost our content. You know <laughs> what I mean? Fuck yeah! Like, just give us credit, tag us, like anything. Like, it's when companies, which has happened multiple times, take our shit and rework it into their own shit. They'll take our video and make a meme out of it and put their watermark on it, or tag someone or else fucking, that has nothing to do with you guys. Exactly. Or put their music that over happens. It. Frequently from all the biggest pages on IG, like I'm not gonna name fucking people, but like you could probably figure it out. You could rhymes with Sherb. <laughs> like that's one, you know what I mean? Like I don't know, you could figure it out. There's a bunch of them, and they all just take our shit and fucking. And it's not just us; it's like everyone. everybody, it's the whole community. Oh no, yeah, I feel yeah. it too. And like it's happened multiple times, and it's like they address it, and then they get caught up doing it again. It's like I don't know. And that's another example of why you just don't get handed $2 million to fucking... <laughs> We're not original. Hand us money. We'll yeah. just get an office space that's 15000 a month. <laughs> just steal people's shit and hire 40, 40 people. Like, yeah. I hear a bunch yeah. of college kids. <laughs> yeah. That, nothing. It's all cool. Yeah. No, but it's cool to see, you know, people that actually are succeeding and doing what they love and not having to worry about big corporate money or answering to, like, suit and ties about... Reaching marks and just doing what y'all love to do and being able to pay yeah. your bills and, and eat food and travel around the world doing what you do. Right. That's what cannabis, cannabis is great. I'm, that's why I tell people, like, instead of getting, like, angry and mad at someone doing something you want to do, just get inspired and motivated and do it yourself. If you're likable and people like what you're doing, you'll get that crowd. There's an audience for everybody. You don't like every musician out there, but they have fans. Just like we. Not everyone's, Not a lot of people like me, but some people <laughs> enjoy my shit. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Dan? That was true. <laughs> I mean, you know, my comments in my uh, on my pics are some of the most entertaining moments in my life right now. People, just the assumptions. Oh, your shit's always lit. Like, it's yeah, fucking yeah. funny as shit, it's and I enjoy party. it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, for the party. and like when I grew up, you know, with our friends on the playground, is like we would joke to each other, and that's how you show love. So, like when you talk shit, it's not like it's affecting me. I'm just like, yeah, it's funny. Or your jokes are horrible. Like work on your shit. Right. Like I I enjoy jokes. Like it's that's just funny as fuck. Yeah. And if you dish it, just be prepared for a response. Right. Because mm -hmm. it's coming. 
Yeah, it'll happen. If you're going to do anything and it's going to pick up yeah. any track, if I want the to. shit's going to yeah. come. If I yeah. have time and I feel like, you know, feeding the trolls, I'm with it. Because so if you have enough time in your day to follow a private account, one, and then look at my shit and take time to type something, then I'll, I'll respect your time and pay some back. Put some work uh, in, yeah. I'll give you time. <laughs> I think I think people enjoy the engagement also. If you guys, that's, is that major engagement with the people? Yeah, definitely. You have to. Like, yeah, if you sure. want to have a community, which if you want to have a brand, you're going to have to create a community. And if you want a community, you got to engage with your Because I remember you guys were never in front of the camera. You guys were a lot like behind so, the yeah, camera. For, until like a year, two years ago, really, we never really put our faces out there. It was always like we we're just behind the scenes. And it was always Mac and Joy. And everybody thought Mackenzie was like the owner hires for the longest time. It was like, so funny. But yeah, because we just always put other people up there, whatever. And then once we started doing like the agency kind of stuff, we kind of started going to more events and meeting people and kind of like putting ourselves out there more. And it's definitely helped. And we probably should have been doing it from the start. Yeah. 100%. Whatever. We're kind of trying to get on now. So. <laughs> no, it is, uh, that is a major key. And I feel like that's uh, another thing is, is a lot of people were in the closet and now they're mad that, you know, their time has passed and they weren't out there before showing their passion because I had no shame in consuming cannabis since I was like a teenager. I even told, like, my whole family knew I did it, but they couldn't say shit because I was a fucking good kid. But uh, uh, it, it just, I feel like there's benefits to cannabis and I always felt like it. Like, it's just like vitamins, you know, it helps people different ways. Yeah. A and just always being open about it, I feel like it helped me because people knew that I knew what good weed is because I've been smoking it for almost, for over, t damn, it's been 20 years now. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> I've been smoking for 20 years, so I've experienced a lot of weed, and I know what the fuck the difference is between good weed, bad weed, outdoor weed, indoor weed, PM, moldy, bell rot. Like, if it's full of PGRs, like, there's a lot of these people that are trying to do these reviews, and they've only been smoking weed for, like, a week, mm -hmm. and right. they have no idea yeah, <laughs> what the fuck they talking about. <laughs> And you're just like, yo, you gotta like at least have some knowledge on yeah. this shit before you proceed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's how I feel about everybody. Even us coming in the community, like, have we have always like respected the OGs? Like, uh, even though we were creating content five or six years ago, we knew you were doing that. All these other people, custom grow whoever, like, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube exactly. ah! He's a funny guy. People confused us, and I don't know how, but really? it made me want to like go to the gym a lot more. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, I guess if you have long hair and you're white and a beard, you get confused for a lot of people because I guess I look like a lot of people out there. But uh, Definitely not Russ. Yeah, yeah definitely not Russ. No. <laughs> That's, even though he's my uh, twin, but we don't really talk about it because he don't like it. <laughs> how many hashtags or how many photos in that hashtag, I'm not Russ? Uh, hundreds? I don't know. I'm private, <laughs> but I also hashtag because I get tagged in like all of every time Probably so much Russ shit, posts huh? a picture, I get tagged at least a dozen times. So I know he know he knows who I am. Can the you first go to like, his book signing or something like that? Well, the first time I saw him was random at like a a shoe store. I think it was round two or some or Cool Kicks or whatever it is, and uh, he looked at me like, "What the fuck." Like, he knew who I was, but didn't know <laughs> yeah. who I was. But I kind of know his manager and shit, so we ended up talking, and he was like, all right, now I know who the fuck it That's is. That's so funny. And then uh, we know, like, one of my really good friends knows who they are, so the next day he had a book signing. That's why he was in L.A., so we got to hang out there. And when I walked in, everyone thought I was Russ. <laughs> it was funny. They're like, wait, like what? Dapping everything <laughs> what? up. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you know, it's weird, but we have some of the same clothes because we uh, – 
you know, like some of these designers we fuck with, but yeah. it's just weird because I look like this for a longer time than people say I look <laughs> yeah. like him, but you just need to know that he looks like me. All right, look clear there. <laughs> Russ looks like me. All right. Russ is not Adam. It's not I am not Russ. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of pictures of uh, of that. It's whatever. Do you ever get mistaken for looking like people? I mean, not, yeah, not like... Keanu fully Reeves? mistaken, but yeah, he yeah, like he does, kind of. <laughs> Not fully mistaken though. Like you probably get mistaken for Russ. I do. Like, people ask autographs me, like, and photos and shit. I, in real life, people yeah. were like, "Yo, I thought you were Russ." I was like, "Yo, no, you think Russ is Adam? That's how it is." No, I'm just like get it straight. Keanu Reeves? Is, is, do you, no, you never get. I never gotten really anything though. No, I don't think so. He's just like, "I'm, I'm me, G. I'm, I'm out here." Making my money since people, I was a do, kid. Do you think I'm a girl, though? Because oh, the way you spell your name? Yeah, like, whenever I set up, like, a phone call, like, on an email or whatever, like, oh, like, whatever, thanks, Aaron. And every time, they're just, like, not expecting it to be a dude on the other line. Like, it's kind of funny. You I show up for a meeting, and they're like, oh, like. <laughs> do you think they <laughs> kind of works to my advantage, though. That's what like, I was going to yeah. say. Do you think uh, they think you're a chick, so they more inclined to take a meeting with you? Yeah, that could definitely be it. That's <laughs> fucked up, bro. That's fucked And then they see you, like, damn. Why did I wear my good tie? <laughs> no, I'm just like, that's fucked up, though, to think like that, dog. That's crazy. Why is it with an E? Your parents were just I like. I don't know. I, I got named after my mom's, like, friend. She's like, one of her friends was named Aaron, and she just fucking. Did it like yeah. that? Yeah. She's like, I don't get I used to get, like, softball trophies when I played baseball. I'd get the one with, like, a chick on it and shit. Cause I'd, get, or I'd get, like, uh, invites to, like, beauty pageants. <laughs> I'd get like, all kinds of weird shit growing up, yeah. Because <laughs> people thought I was a girl. Cause it was er. That's crazy. Just the yeah. spelling of the name. Yeah. What? <laughs> and what about you, Derek? Cause you have a super Japanese last name, right? Is that Japanese? Yeah, Japanese. It sounds like it. Cause when I want to say, I want to be like Fukuhara. Exactly. There you go. How do you say it? Fuku. Exactly how you said it. Fukuhara, In the beginning, Fukuhara. Yeah. I didn't know if it was like a Fukuhara. No. <laughs> I love the way people speak Japanese. It's just like it's crazy. It feels like they just have so much, like, definition. Like, just committed to their words. One hundred percent. And then when you watch those, like, videos on Instagram, like, they're just like, <laughs> Like, everything is an art with Asian people. Yeah. You know? Like, I was watching this dude, like, skipping stones on, there's, like, some shit on IG. This dude on SportsCenter, this, like, Asian, old-ass Asian dude who's, like, been skipping stones for, like, 60 years. Skips it, like, 300 times, dude. And it's, like, wind up, like, it's all crazy and shit. Damn, 300? What? I think the most I got on that was like seven. I don't know, it was like three hundred. It's probably like seventy, but it's pretty crazy. Damn, that's weird that we all have done that though. Hell yeah, oh, yeah. you've done that. Oh, yeah. yeah, you've done that. Yeah. What's the oh, most? Yeah. What's the most skips you've gotten? Probably like three to four times. Yeah, it's usually right. like two to three, probably. Yeah. It's all on the wrist. Just get it. Well, you know about that wrist action because you be doing the best tucks in the game. For real. <laughs> How much? How much is in the wrist? How much of joint rolling you know, is in the wrist? It's, it's, it's in the fingers, really. Okay. Finger dexterity. Your wrists kind of stay the same. The Just gotta time. keep them, it's keep the them fingers. solid. Do you play instruments growing up? No. Hmm. You know what he did growing up? Can I tell him? I'm gonna tell him because we know because we learned it on my show. You know this fool's an award-winning dancer. What? He was in dance crews. Like Jabberwocky. Not, not, not award winning. He was no, a Jabberwocky. No, <laughs> he was. You'll never know because of mass, but he is, bro. <laughs> this fool was out here. He was like in the. What was it? The, what was your dance group name? Uh, we had a couple of different names. Uh, what we got known as when we were the teenagers was uh, 
Chap Lips crew. What? Chap Lips. They stay yeah, high. Just, I don't know. Really, really funny. Uh, well, they're from Chicago. Yeah, from Chicago and stuff. The Windy City. Chap Lips um, all the time. And then as we got older and got more aggressive, we we uh, called ourselves the Outlaws. Uh, but yeah, I did it for like 10 years. It wasn't a Jabberwocky. Uh, <laughs> but I made my way around the, the United States just doing it. Kept competing and stuff. Well, that's sick. We learned some new things about Dan. We learned a lot about Derek and Aaron. I'm like not even surprised. No, me neither. I'm like, I guess that should be sick. High rise in the building. Uh, we learned a lot, man. I can't believe the hour was already like over and we barely started. But uh, thank you all for coming through. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, at, what is it? High Rise TV, High Rise Agency, High Rise Media, High Rise. What is it? High Rise all the, Aaron. All the, all the above, yeah. Yeah, shout out. Give, let them know. Let them know. At the High Rise Co, High Rise TV, High Rise Agency, fucking HighRiseCo.com, High Rise, high rise TV, on YouTube. YouTube. Just type in High Rise, you'll fucking find it. What about your it. personals? Uh, high Rise Aaron, Derek Eric. Fukuhara. Yeah, good luck trying to spell that. <laughs> it's easy. Google it. He has a whole bunch of skating records. Yeah. This fool got headshots and shit, commercials for Apple. This fool's all sponsored. Got. These amazing like black and white photos. I see. I did a little research. I know you know. I try to do a little research about this shit. Shout out to everyone too. Uh, shout out to Chucky. Shout out to Andrew. The whole purple. Uh, the whole. Uh, uh, this purple room's great. I love it. Hayes Radio in the building. Shout out to Dan for coming through at Roll BMC. Check it out. Loaded Co. Get the best award-winning pre-rolls on the market. They're all hand-rolled too, not stuffed cones or anything. No bullshit. Shout out to uh, Derek and Aaron once again for pulling it up. You already know the highest host in the building. I appreciate you, Chucky. New videos coming through on the YouTube. Check out Hijinks too. It should be available real soon or it's probably out by now. But uh, check it out. Appreciate all y'all. You already know uh, more events coming up. Just follow Get High Everywhere, yeah? That's it, right? We done? I guess we done. Andrew got the music up. Bye!